Good evening, and uh, once again, welcome to our journey through the Psalms here on Wednesday nights at First Norfolk Online, and I want to thank you for joining with us. What a joy it is for us to take time every week and sit down with family and friends and, 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 or, or uh, in our own prayer closet, open God's Word together and discover principles and the power of, of, of God's uh, activity in our lives, even in difficult days. Uh, again, we're in Psalm uh, the third book of the Psalms, we're looking uh, at the Psalms of Asaph, uh, and I want to encourage you to take some time and read through these Psalms. Now, again, there's a, a, a note of depression and despair and doom and gloom. It reminds me of the Hee Haw song, uh, doom, despair, and agony on me, deep, dark, depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Doom, despair, and agony on me. Uh, certainly there is that note in each of these psalms. But what I, what I think God wants us to see is even when we're going through those hee-haw moments, uh, even when we're going through difficult days, we don't have to be like Eeyore who sees everything bad, but rather we can have a viewpoint shaped uh, by the glorious work of God's grace in our life, bringing us into his family through faith in Jesus Christ, pouring his spirit within us so that we live uh, soaking in the hope that he provides uh, uh, us for daily living. Uh, we have a perspective that is different. And so when we look at Psalm 76 tonight, uh, what really comes to the forefront is that God is known. I don't know how many of you have had conversations with other people. I know that uh, you're praying for uh, at least one person in your life that is far from God, uh, who you long to be an instrument of God to lead them to faith in Christ, to, to move them from being far from God to finding life through faith in Christ. Uh, the challenge is that they don't know God. They know about God. They might have heard about Him, but... But it's only an intimacy with God that's, that's given to us through faith in Christ that we can know God. Um, now, here's the good news. And the good news that comes out in Psalm 76, God makes himself known. He makes himself known uh, in various ways. In, in uh, uh, theology circles, there is such a thing as general revelation. General revelation described in a place like Psalm 19, where uh, God makes himself known in the handiwork of his creation. Uh, seeing a beautiful sunset, it is, uh, it is a declaration from God that he is. Uh, that's general revelation. But there's also specific revelation or special revelation. Special revelation is uh, God making himself known in the person of Jesus Christ uh, to you and me in a personal way. Uh, it's God making himself known by his spirit, giving us uh, the Word of God. It's where God specifically and personally makes Himself known so that we enter into a relationship with Him. The only way that God can be known personally, the way that we desperately need to know Him, though the way that uh, we need to know Him, that the only way that will satisfy our soul is through faith in Jesus Christ. And so God makes Himself known through Christ to us today. Uh, and every day, and to people who are far from God, the Spirit of God is right now working in their lives to make God known by introducing them to Jesus. So, uh, as we look at Psalm 76, uh, again, it's kind of 
kind of depressing at first until you see the backdrop. Now, this psalm could generally refer to Jerusalem's fall, or it, it could uh, also refer to David's uh, uh, victory in 2 Samuel chapter 5. Uh, the psalm speaks uh, about God as the judge who brings victory to his people, and that victory comes because he is known by his people. Um, as we look at the broad scope of this psalm, God who makes himself known is the God who gives us victory. Um, so uh, the big picture, God makes himself known in the world, uh, and that is revealed uh, even in the very first part of this psalm. Uh, God makes himself known in Judah. Uh, and and uh, if you look uh, at this psalm, we, we begin to understand. Now, Judah... Um, uh, that's verse 1, but we'll get there in a second. What, what we see is, again, special revelation. God made himself known to the children of Israel in a very special way. He chose them uh, to be his people. Uh, just as he revealed himself to Abraham uh, uh, and, and called Abraham out of the land of, of Ur and, and brought him into the promised land, just as God revealed himself to Joseph in visions and dreams, just as God made himself known to Moses in a burning bush, just as God made himself known to the children of Israel as he chose them for his own, as he parted the Red Sea, as he gave them uh, his Ten Commandments, as he uh, brought them manna from heaven and, and uh, quail to eat, as, as God revealed himself in a pillar of a cloud by day to lead them through the wilderness, a pillar of fire by night to lead them through the wilderness. God makes himself known in a special way. And so when the psalmist begins by saying the Lord is known in Judah, he's saying God has made himself known in a special way to his people. God is known, and he's known in Judah. So as we look at this passage and as we see that that God makes himself known, um, how does he do that for us? Well, first, God makes himself known because he makes his home with us to protect us. God makes his home with us. Uh, that's what he did with Judah. Again, look at verses 1 through 3 of, uh, of Psalm 76. It says, In Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. In Salem also is his tabernacle, and his dwelling place in Zion. There he broke the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword of battle, Selah. So the, the psalmist is talking about how God has made his home with his people, whom he had chosen uh, to, uh, uh, to be his people. Uh, God has made his home with them. Uh, a dwelling in Zion, that's a, uh, that is a transient uh, dwelling that that uh, provides uh, a place of, of, of refuge. Uh, and, and so the temple or the tabernacle is the place of God's dwelling there in Jerusalem. God makes his home in Jerusalem, and he protects and delivers the nation as well. He broke the bows, uh, the arrows of the bow, and the shield and the sword of battle. God, where God makes his home is where he protects. Where God makes his home is where he protects. And God makes his home where he reveals himself so that he might be known. Uh, God uh, protects his people. Now, um, as we look at this psalm, I, I want you to understand that that's what God has done for us. Now, you see that, 
that uh, God has made his temp, uh, tabernacle in uh, Jerusalem. Uh, and, and so that, that's where he dwells. What I want you to understand and what I want you to see is that Jesus is God's tabernacle among humanity, is in Jesus that, that we find home with God. Jesus makes God known by bringing God home to us. How do we know this? Well, John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word being Jesus. But verse 14 of John chapter 1 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The term there for dwelt is the Greek term, skanao, and that is the uh, Greek equivalent of the Hebrew term we have here in uh, Psalm 76 for tabernacle. That literally, Jesus is the tabernacle. He dwelt among us. He is the tabernacle of God uh, who dwelt among us to make God known to us. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, John 1.14. So here's, here's a beautiful connection between Psalm 76 and us today. Uh, God makes His home where He is known, and where God makes His home, He protects those who belong to Him. Jesus has brought God's home to us so that we can know God personally so that we can see the glory of God, so that we can be transformed by God's grace. Jesus has brought God home to our heart if by faith we've trusted him. And so because we belong to God, because we know God, he's made his home in our heart and we are protected by him. What a beautiful promise for us. I know that you're that, that, that all of us face difficulty or challenges or... or uh, um, swirling circumstances that stink. I know, I know we get all those things, but, but no matter what we face, no matter what the day may bring, God who is known, who makes his home with us through Christ, is protecting us. Live in that reality. Live in the hope and the joy and the peace that that reality brings. And God has made his home with us, and he protects us. The second thing we see in this psalm, Psalm 76, is that uh, God makes himself known because God displays his power for us. In the second section of this psalm, uh, we hear of victory of God over the enemies of his people. Look at verse 4. You are more glorious and excellent than the mountains of prey. The stout-hearted were plundered. They have sunk into their sleep. None of the mighty men have found the use of their hands. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and the horse were cast into, the, into a dead sleep. God um, brilliantly moves uh, in, the, uh, uh, in the darkness of circumstance. This picture in verse 4, you are more glorious and excellent than the mountains. Uh, it is a picture of a blinding light piercing the darkness. It, it's a picture of God um, uh, in the darkness of battle bringing the brilliance of his power to bear. Uh, God is more fearful uh, and fear-inspiring than any bandit or beast. 
And God is the one who, who flings chariots and horses aside. God is the one who displays His power for us. By His rebuke, the enemies of His people have been stunned into the sleep of death. God wins. I don't know about you, but so often, especially in, if I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into the culture of our day and culture of history, uh, you see so much darkness uh, erupting or slinking around. Can you imagine what it would have been like to live during the Black Plague? The Black Plague, it, number one, it was medieval times. It was unsanitary, to, to say the least. But the Black Death literally brought death. Uh, you didn't know if you were going to live or die. If you, uh, con- if you uh, were around somebody or even within uh, the wind, windage of somebody who, or a home that had uh, the Black Plague, you were fearful for your life. The Black Plague uh, ravaged Europe and uh, uh, killed more than half uh, of the population of Europe. It was devastating. It was dark. Imagine your circumstances like that, deep darkness of a black plague. And yet, even in the midst of the darkest of those moments, there's a song to sing of praise to God, for He casts even the deep darkness into the depths. And God is the one who pierces even the deep darkness with the brilliance of His light. That's what Jesus has come to do. And Jesus came to pierce the darkness, to reveal God to us, to bring God home to make Him known to us and to bring Him home so that we might live with the confidence of His power in our everyday life. I I want you to hear about this power that Jesus brings by making God known to us. John 1, uh, verses 4 and 5, That which came to be in Jesus was life, and that life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not overwhelm it. And Jesus shines and the darkness will never overcome it. Jesus alone brings the light of life into our world of darkness. Only God who became man could bring life that we all crave since the days of Adam. Jesus shines his life into our world with power and purpose by revealing God to us, making God known to us, where we live in intimacy with God. He shines his life into a darkness and produces children of light who then pierce the darkness. This is our escape from the fear, uh, fear factor of deep, dark um, uh, enemies. It's that God in his power has made himself known through Christ to us so that we can live in that power that he provides. And this is the hope in the midst of despair that Jesus brings his life into our world. He pierces the darkness with himself and he brings us into relationship with God. God makes himself known to us. And by making his home with us and protecting us, God makes himself known to us uh, by uh, bringing his power, displaying his power toward us through Christ. And when God is known by us, our response must be, number three, to worship him. 
to worship the Lord. In response to the God who makes himself known, we must worship him. Look at verse 7. You yourself are to be feared, who may stand in your presence when once you are angry. Upon facing the anger of the Lord, God, no one finds the courage to stand before him. As the one who is resplendent in majesty, all the earth should fear him in reverence and awe. God, pronouncing his judgment, the whole heaven and earth stood still in reverence. Upon pronouncing his judgment, God acts with power to deliver and rescue. As a warrior, God defends and rescues the afflicted, whether it's the Red Sea episode, David against Goliath, Uh, the defeat of Assyria. These victories aren't merely for the benefit of Israel, but rather they are for all the afflicted who will find their hope in the God who may be known. God is the warrior, and he is the one to be afraid of unless we submit to his rule. God is the Lord. He is our king who overcomes the ravaging wrath of humanity through his own uh, answer. Of judgment. As the psalmist declares in verse 10, even the wrath of humanity brings praise to God the King. Because He is the warrior, because He is the judge, because He is the King, all the nations of the earth should come to pay homage to Him. He is their King, even if they don't submit to His rule. Every person, including you and me and our neighbors and our friends, and, our, and the strangers around us, every person is called by God to worship Him out of reference. He alone mortifies the rebellious will of princes. You see, God brings victory and we worship Him. We worship Him in reverence and in awe because He makes Himself known. And look, here, here's, the, here's the picture in this passage. God makes Himself known through Christ and people will reject Him. And God makes himself known so that we might know him intimately and personally in a saving way, in a life-giving way, in a soul-satisfying, heart-shaping way. We can know God. We can live not distanced from him, but in relationship with him. Led by him every day, God, the judge, the king, he leads us. He, He protects us. He makes his home with us through Christ. Have you known God that way? I believe that, uh, that, that that is the delight of life. There is nothing greater, no, no, nothing more satisfying than knowing God personally. And that's how Jesus reveals God to us. That's how, how God in his grace makes himself known to us this side of judgment. See, God makes himself known through grace when we put our faith in Jesus personally, intimately. But there will be a day when God makes himself known through judgment, personally and intimately. For every person who rejects Jesus and believes that they can get to God in their own way or believes that they have no need of God, there will be a day when they will be judged by God. So friends, can I ask you, if God has brought you to watch and listen to this uh, brief talk, can I ask you, have you known God personally through faith in Jesus so that you are um, protected by him, so that you uh, experience the powerful display of his love toward you, so that you worship him with your whole heart?
If that's who you are, then I rejoice with you. And I join you in a journey of praise to God who is known. But if that is not you, if you don't know God personally through faith in Jesus Christ, I beg you, don't wait for the judgment. I beg you, please, trust Christ. Turn to him. Call upon him tonight and say, Jesus, I, I believe that you died for my sin in my place upon a cross. You died for me so that I might have life through you. So that I might know God. Jesus, I, 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 I trust you. And I give you my life. I, I give you all that I am. I'm all in with you. Jesus, just save me. Bring me to God. And when you, with your whole heart, turn from your sin and trust in Christ and his saving work through his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead, when you do that by faith, then God covers you in his grace and he introduces himself to you. He makes his home in your heart. Will you cry out to Jesus tonight to save you? Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work among us even now, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to every generation forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Good night.